You both said today that you love each other and I believe it, but I'm trying to tell you love is not enough for a successful marriage. There's so many other things that go in it. It's not just about you anymore. Here is today's case. During quarantine, when I was giving him the space that I thought he needed, he was texting other people. I noticed that he was being secretive with his phone. He would take it into the shower with him. How about Friday, I come over first and pick you up on my motorcycle, and this person says, sounds like fun. I'll make sure to hold on tight. I kicked him out while I was working. He stole my dog. I'm gonna ask Juan to go and get Miss Penny now. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time in divorce court, we have a virtual audience and it's filled with your super fans. Today's super fan of the day is Jeremy from Cromwell, Indiana. Hi, Jeremy. Welcome to divorce court. We're so happy to have you with us today. Your Honor, this is the case of Coons versus Coons. Thank you, Juan. Constance Coons. Yes, ma'am. You have brought your husband, Matthew Kuntz, to court today. You are suing for intentional affliction of emotional distress and the return of a stolen dog. Yes, Your Honor. And the amount you're seeking is $5,000. Yes, Your Honor. I understand the two of you have been married for four years, but you are currently separated? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm here today because my husband is a liar, a cheater, and he stole my dog. Um... We've been together for five years, and it was love at first barf. I was doing M&A right next to a barber shop that he owned at the time, mm -hmm. and I would always see him ride by on his motorcycle, and he was the most beautiful person I had ever seen in my life. And after I got done sparring one day, I went outside to go and puke, and that was the day that he came out and said hello to me. So I swallowed my vomit, mm. and... <laughs> We had the most awkward conversation, and he still actually wanted to go out with me after that, mm -hmm. so it surprised me. And when we got together, we just kind of laid it all out there, what we wanted in a relationship, what we didn't want, that there's to be no lying, no cheating, mm -hmm. and to always be open and honest with each other. Okay. Uh, Mr. Coons, why don't you give me some background, sir? Basically, everything that she has said is, is the truth. I, I watched her for months drive by my front window while I was working and just couldn't, I didn't have the courage or know how to go talk to a beautiful woman. So I just kind of kept to myself. And eventually I said hi. And the rest just like went like that. We had keys to each other's houses within three days, mm -hmm. you know, and it was just like a perfect relationship. Um, we were previously in terrible relationships before we met each other. So we knew exactly what we didn't want mm -hmm. in life. What was the marriage like? It was great. You know, we never, never argued or fought or anything. Like definitely nothing, nothing stupid. You, you could just tell on the looks of each other's faces if something was bothering us. And we, neither one of us really had to pry much about what that could be. Was there an issue with jealousy or insecurity? Yes, not at first. I work in male-dominated industries from mixed martial arts to construction work. So I'm around men all day and I know how to handle myself. And for him to question me on 
what I'm doing, who I'm talking to, who's this person, who's that person, oh, I don't really know what you're doing when you're at work, is insulting to me. I'm good, I'm in love with you. I mean, you know, I've been in a terrible relationship before, so when I seen these types of things going in a certain direction, obviously I start to, you know, analyze. What Maybe I overanalyze. Um, her shutting down, me coming home, not greeting me right away when I come home, and not being excited to see me. I can't me, you know? do everything. Ma'am, hold on a second. And what exactly did you start seeing that there wasn't as much affection? Is that what it is? When you say not yes, greeting you when you come home? Yes, Your Honor. And what else do you say you observe? Uh, I mean, we were very sexual, you know, they, two or three times a day for many years. And just very affectionate. You know, we used to just lay there on the couch and tell each other how beautiful each other was a lot of times. You know, as corny as it sounds. But that's just our relationship, mm -hmm. you know? Like, she was my everything. She still is my everything. You know, I, I love her with all my heart. Uh, the thing is, is just that it, I've seen things start to go in a wrong direction. And it's just making me think that this is the way that's worked before. Why isn't it going to work this way this time? You so know? you equated that to what happened in your prior relationship? Because when that happened before, was that, was that person having an affair? Um, no, Your Honor, but I've been cheated on. I, I believe it was going that way. I can't say that she's cheated on me. I can't, you know, like I have no proof of that, so I'm not going to call it. So, that. and as but. we stand here today, do you believe that she had an affair? No. And you, so you know now that that was not happening? All I know is that we used to just be inseparable and communication was all the time. He was not talking to me. He would sit in his chair during quarantine, play on his phone all day. I let him have his space because I know I don't like to be interrogated if I'm some kind of way in my head. So when I saw him shutting down, all I can say is, I'm here for you. I also need your help. You could do the dishes. You could clean the house. You could cut some fabric. I'm here sewing all day, making dinner, cleaning the house, taking care of the dog. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting there. Well, because the result of the pandemic was everyone had to deal with this huge change in life and, and people reacted in different ways. And you say that he shut down and you're saying that you stopped getting the love and affection and attention that you were once getting. It's just the fact that, that at the beginning of the relationship, things just kind of slowly started to decline. I took his phone and I started looking through it. What'd you see? He was having text messages with other dudes, flirtatious text messages with men. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel terrible. He's gay and he's afraid to tell me. What actually ends up happening? Who, who had the affair? He did. What happened? During quarantine, when I was giving him the space that I thought he needed, he was texting other people. I noticed that he was being secretive with his phone. He would take it into the shower with him. He would sleep with his phone in his pocket. So it doesn't take very long for it to be like, oh, where are the secrets hidden? And Your Honor, I'll, Where I'll can admit I to find that. those? You know, I, I do admit to that. And, and, and so why, I snuck in his I'm pocket while he was I, sleeping. I, he sleeps like a, like a sarcophagus, but then he starts doing lateral raises. And so when he was up in the lateral raise, I stuck my, my hand in there and I took his phone and I started looking through it. What'd you see? He was having text messages with other dudes, flirtatious text messages with men. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel terrible. He's gay and he's afraid to tell me. But at the core of this relationship, we're friends. So how do we move forward from this? And these are the text messages? 
Yes. Who's in the blue? That is Matthew in the blue. So, hey, glad you reached out. You did a great job on my buddy. You definitely know your way around those clippers. And Mr. Coons, you respond, thank you. Glad he liked it. So what you got planned this week, maybe we can meet up. Sure, I work downtown. Maybe we can grab a bite. And you say, absolutely, look forward to it. This person says, how about Friday? And you say, deal, I'm in for sure. How about Friday? I come over first and pick you up on my motorcycle. And this person says, sounds like fun. I'll make sure to hold on tight. So I seen these messages and I screenshotted them. I sent them to myself. I didn't really feel the need to investigate more because based on the information I was given, well, that I found myself, because he wasn't giving me anything. Let me see the other text messages you submitted in court. So someone writes to you, hey there, handsome, thanks for giving me your number earlier with a kissy face. And this person, I'll just say his name is Bob Haircuts. And you say, hey, sexy, when are you free? Keep texting me because I don't use Instagram that much and the conversation goes on. So when you see these flirtatious text messages that he's having with what appears to be other men, what do you do? How do you approach him and talk to him about this? I wrote a letter because I wasn't sure how to start this conversation with him and, you know, just say, hey, this is okay. Let's, let, I don't want to hate you at the end of this. I love you. Mm -hmm. Let me see the letter that you submitted to the court that you say you wrote to your husband. I don't even know how to start this conversation with you. I've never looked at your phone before, but I did last night because you've been acting so strange. I found your messages to Peter and Anthony. Yes, I'm blindsided by this, but I don't hate you for it. It's all out in the open now. Let's just talk about it. I can tell this secret has been killing you inside and I can't stand to see you hurting so bad. Wow, that's actually a pretty mature way to handle finding text messages I just between be your happy. husband having an affair with what, what appears to be other men. So what did you do? Um, I decided, after I wrote the letter, I decided that maybe I should call these people and ask them if they knew I existed because that is relevant, that matters. Mm -hmm. And when I called them, I found out they were women and it ripped me apart. Have you separated physically? I kicked him out. While I was working, he entered my residence and then he stole my dog. You think that's gonna help the situation? I'm gonna ask Juan to go and get Miss Penny now. <laughs> if you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and for exclusive content, go to Apple TV. So they were women, but they were saved under... Under men's names. men's names. That was the lying part, which is also, you know, I just completely blindsided by this whole thing. Like, So first you think he's having an affair, and then you think it's, it's with men, and then you find out it's with women. Yeah. And Mr. Koontz, what was going on? It's, it's hard to explain, and, and everything just kind of just went sideways. I wasn't getting the attention that I wanted, and I thought that... You didn't have to do know, it like that. I, I know that. I reached out for other attention. And I know that it was the wrong thing to do and that's why I'm here. Otherwise, I would have just said, done, done. But that's not what I want. Like, I, I want my wife back. I want us to go back to where we were. And like, 
whatever it takes to get that on the right track again is 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 that's what I want. So and I know you, I did wrong. I know I, I was talking to other women. You know, like it, I never met up with these women. She knows that. I never did anything besides text. Not that that's like makes it all better mm -hmm. because texting is cheating. And do you believe that, Miss Coombs? That he never that it never evolved. I don't even the know what messages? I believe, honestly, Your Honor. I don't know what I believe. So have you left? Have you separated physically? I kicked him out, and then he stole my dog. While I was working, he entered my residence and he took my service animal. Why did you do that? Well, it, you think that's gonna help the situation? Our house, first of all, and our dog. Who, I had to get whose dog is it? My dog, Your Honor. Did you have the dog before the two of you were in a relationship? Yes, ma'am. So why do you say it's your dog too? If she because had this dog before the two of you Because we've been together for five years. Met? I mean, I've raised the dog too. I mean, it's, but, you know. Sir, this is a dog she had before you met her? Yes, ma'am. Yes, Your Honor. Why do you feel that you have a right to go and take the dog for yourself it, when, when she wasn't home? You know, to be honest with you, it was a, a way that I knew that I was going to get to see her again. It might be a chance for us to maybe meet up so I can explain myself. I've never got the, the opportunity to actually talk Koontz, to her face to face. It's Mr. always been through a friend. And Mr. Coons, maybe you should have just called her and said, I, I want to talk. I, I blocked his phone number, Your Honor. Have you returned the dog? I still have the dog. Why have you not returned the dog? I would really like my dog back. What's the name of, the, of your dog? Her name is Penny Poo Poo. Where's the dog, Mr. Coombs? I brought the dog here with me today. I don't understand. You've never returned the dog? For two weeks, yeah. The, taking the dog is not the way to get started. I know. On it was, opening I know, up communication I I and repairing the relationship. Because now, she's not only hurt, but she's taken off. Because you've taken a dog. Yeah. For four weeks. You haven't had a chance to talk to her because she refuses to speak to you. What is it exactly that you want to say to her? I want you back. I, I know that I messed up. Anybody can say anything, but it's, it's never going to happen again. Like, I don't want anybody else but you. I want our relationship. I've never been so happy before in my life when I've been with you. And I just got in over my head. Like, I got very insecure. You know, I've... Quarantine happened. I felt I didn't feel like a man anymore. I didn't have a job. I couldn't go to the gym. I had I sat on the couch and cried like a like a baby and wanted attention. So instead of getting positive attention, I suck out negative attention, I guess. And that's what I got. And I love you with all my heart. I had no intention to for it to go this far and for this to happen. It was just it was just kind of an intention thing. And thank you. You know, like, I, I came here with full intention to, to get my wife back, and that's what I want. I love you. And Miss... I love you. I'm sorry. I just... I love him so much, and I don't know why he hurt our family like this. You say that you weren't getting the love and affection that you wanted in the marriage, but you really exacerbated what you thought were some issues you were having in the marriage by stepping out and reaching out to these other women and appearing as if you were ready to go on and have an affair. And the feelings of pain and betrayal, you know, for some people it's really hard to overcome that because the foundation of trust in the relationship has been broken. The, the process of coming back from that is not an easy one. Yes, you're right. Uh, I believe that you regret the choices that you made and I think you understand that you made a huge mistake here. 
Yes, I do. But it is up to your wife to decide how she wants to handle what she feels is a betrayal in the relationship and how she wants to handle moving forward. And one of the bigger issues is just this need for constant attention. No one can give you that kind of attention year after year after year in a marriage. When you're out of work and you're going through a difficult time and you may not feel that you're getting the attention, the response from you can't be, oh, well, I'm just gonna seek it out elsewhere. Maybe your need for attention needs to more so come from yourself and not seek out validation from other people to feel good about yourself. Yes, you're right. Because you cannot hold your wife responsible and accountable and set an impossible standard for your marriage based on your past because she will never meet those expectations. I understand that. So you have to work on your own insecurities. It's not up to her to make you feel good about yourself all the time. And I hate that this happened because the two of you appear to be lovely people. Does the fact that he's remorseful impact your decision to move forward? I miss my family. And if he is willing to put in the work that it takes, then I'll, I do want to stay together. Ms. Coons, instead of awarding you $5,000 for intentional infliction of emotional distress, I'm actually going to order Mr. Coons to return your dog. And uh, I'm going to have ask Juan to go and get Miss Penny now. Hey, baby. Little baby. Hello, Penny. Oh, hey, baby. Mr. and Mrs. Kuntz, I have an uh, aftercare specialist that is on standby to speak to both of you because I think that one of the most damaging things that you can go through is infidelity in the marriage and it's also one of the most difficult things to treat. But if you're willing to put in the work and work through it, I think that this marriage can be saved. And I'd like for you to talk to our therapist that's here today. Absolutely. I, I really do wish you both well, and um, I'm so happy that you have your dog back. Thank you. Good luck Thank to both you. of you. I like the way that she explained everything out and made me think about things a little bit different, and the fact that you know even text messages are cheating. I understand that, and I just took things too far. So I'm glad that there's somebody else that could point that out made me feel slightly better about the situation and that there is hope for us. Uh, I think Judge Faith's verdict was spot on. I definitely appreciated her saying everything that she had to say to Matthew. She said it in just such a nice way and she really hit every point of what I was feeling inside.